we are living in the greatest time there has ever been to start a side hustle. For our grandparents and great-grandparents, a side hustle was called a second job, usually done late at night after their main job. That's all changed. We can all start and run a side hustle from home. I love a side hustle for just about everybody and for different reasons. It's brilliant if you feel overwhelmed with life but also underwhelmed, or you hate your job, or you're always stressed about money, or you want to be an entrepreneur and have control over your time and money, or you want to be creative and try new things. Today's episode is a mashup of all my favorite tips from my own business experiences and from the 20 plus years of reading business books and studying how top producers do it. We're talking side hustles and hard work and getting out of your own way and following passions today. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we are talking about side hustles. I love a side hustle for you because if you are listening to this podcast, then you are someone who is interested in progressing and feeling fulfilled and being awesome at life and looking for new challenges, not wanting to stay comfortable and in routine, but wanting to try new things and not be afraid to fail and put yourself out there and leave it all on the field. So that's what we're talking about today, side hustles, whether it's starting a podcast or start starting an online course, two of my favorite side hustles ever, things I love talking about, podcasts and, and online courses, I think are two things that people assume the world has too many of or they wouldn't have what it takes or it takes too much time or money to get started, all of things which are not true and things that we create in our heads. So talking through those, or maybe your side hustle is an Etsy shop, or maybe you create a product, or maybe you sell things on Amazon, the list goes on and on. The ideas and the options of starting a side hustle are endless. Today, we're talking more about our approach to it, our mindset, the way we think about it, the way we position our lives to have a successful side hustle. The inspiration from this podcast comes from everything that I've experienced or listened or read. Like I said, in 20 years plus, I think I started reading business books when I was 15 before audiobooks were even a thing. And reading and listening and just absorbing as much information. So I wrote down a list of tips that have meant the most to me that I've experienced, that I've learned the hard way, uh, especially inspired from the same people I talk about all the time, Gary V, Gary Vaynerchuk, um, Vaynerchuk, I think I said that wrong, um, Tom Bilyeu, Tony Robbins, and newly I've been listening to and reading his book, Alex Hormozy. So lots of entrepreneurs and I'm sure lots of other people along the way that I didn't think to mention, but those are really like key people in mindset, mindset around the side hustle. Now, at the end of this, I'll mention this again, but if there is anything practical, if there's a one of these ways of doing a side hustle that you want more information on, ping me. 
like, please do a podcast on how to start a side hustle with an Etsy product or creating a product, starting a podcast or court, whatever it is, whatever dream side hustle you have, if you have no idea how to start it like practically and tactically in steps, because I really believe that complexity kills execution. If we make things too hard, we never start. So if there's something that you want to do, but you're like, I have no idea how the hell to get going, ping me on that and I'll do a practical tactical podcast on that because most of these things I've either, either done myself or coached, mentored women on doing it. So I feel like I really have a good scope of lots of different types of side hustles. But for the here and now today, we're talking about the mindset and the strategies and the approach and getting yourself set up for success in your side hustle. First tip is about the people you're around. Be around people who support your journey or if you don't have those people in your life, put your darn head down and don't talk about it. I think if possible, pick a partner or spouse who makes you feel awesome about working and about doing the things you love and If you're around people who don't have the mindset, and again, I think they could have the best best intentions for you, but because of their own experience or their own personal limitations or their own like what you doing a side hustle, what it means to them about themselves, people are complicated. And I think a lot of times even the people we love are trying to protect us, but in doing so, they can be negative and help us never start hurt us by never start, never, never letting us start because of what they say. So if you have judgmental people, put your head down, don't talk about it, just go and be around people who support your journey. Because here's the thing. If you compromise your dreams because of the people around you, you will feel resentful. There's no way around that. So pick people who support you, even if they don't agree necessarily with what you're doing, That's key because you just don't want to put your power on somebody else. I've learned that that's just really, that's really such an important thing because the people you're around influence you so much. Next, don't wait for a quote, good time. Start today, not tomorrow, because we know there will never be a perfect time. Just like there's never a perfect time to buy a house or have a baby or all these things, there's never going to be perfect conditions to start. In fact, I think it's best to start when the seas are rocky because if you can weather it then, you will remain successful because you started during like not perfect times, like during rocky times. So when things are smoother and you're making money, then you'll really thrive. Next, read books and actually do the stuff in the books. Take notes, do the things, take action. So Rather than reading 20 books and doing nothing with what you read, how about read one and take notes and act on it and reread it? I've really found that it's very easy to listen to motivation or read books and not actually turn it into action. So that's one thing that I've really learned is rather than thinking about volume, think about less and acting on what you read. I talk so much about failure. Failure is ex- is essential in the process and just embracing failure and changing how you think about it. Understand that it's not like win or lose. It's like win or learn. I really think about that. Like even when I have big fails, I'm like, well, I learned and here we go. We keep going. Next, kind of similar to our first tip, but surround yourself with people who are in the space that you want to be in. 
Don't take advice from people who aren't where you want to be. Get yourself in circles where you're in with people who are in this space, like kind of people that are just like one step ahead of you. Get in their circle. Talk to them. Figure out what their morning routine looks like and how they're efficient and how they've hacked time so they still have their normal, nice, full life, but they have this awesome side hustle that brings them joy and financial freedom and whatever else. Next, instead of complaining, move. Strong character is built through hard times. Hard times helps us get to the good times. Like we almost need the hard times to have the really good times. We need the low lows to get the high highs. So accept that and move on. If you have a chip on your shoulder, it's, it's, it can, I mean, I know this is so much easier said than done, but I think that we need to use your circumstances as power, not as an excuse. So rather than complaining that the world is unfair and maybe you were born to difficult parents or bad genetics, you might say, or a difficult neighborhood, or, you know, maybe you really had hurdles just to kind of feel like you're at, you know, zero, like where everyone else starts out at. Maybe you really had to get places and and work through things. So rather than complaining, because that does nothing, and rather than assuming, rather than complaining and, and thinking that the world is unfair and your circumstances F you and all that kind of stuff, let's just assume that the world is unfair and move anyway. Because it's so much better to use this, use your circumstances as a power, not as an excuse. Like think of your circumstances as obviously part of your journey and thank them even if you went through some terrible, crazy stuff. Thank your circumstances for making you who you are because listen, You can't change it or control it, so we have to lean into it and use it as our superpower and know that you are who you are because of the stuff you've been through, and it might even give you leverage for your side hustle. Like, look how dang tough you are to get through all this crazy stuff. Of course, you can start something new. Of course, you can start a side hustle. Of course, you can make it successful, so rather than using Uh, disadvantages or, you know, kind of things that have happened to you as an excuse, lean into it because you can't control it anyways. You can't change it anyways. Next up, seek out discomfort. Naturally, we want to be comfortable, right? We don't want to be too hot. We don't want to be too cold. We want to be comfortable and cozy. We don't want to be nervous. But the whole thing is, is discomfort is where the change happens. We have to get used to discomfort. I talk all the time about getting uncomfortable physically, emotionally, in different circumstances because that's what makes you feel alive and that's where growth happens. Of course, you're going to suck at first. Here's the crazy thing about, about sucking and I think that's so interesting is we judge ourselves when we're bad at something, but we're bad at something because we haven't done it before. Like say you try to do a cold plunge and you last for 30 seconds and you're like, oh my God, I see these people online who last for 10 minutes. I last for 30 seconds. Well, yeah, you suck at it because you haven't done it before. So I think the whole thing about seeking out discomfort is is stop judging yourself and just get uncomfortable and realize that uncomfortable. Like if you're if you have an opportunity to be on someone else's podcast or speak on a stage embrace that discomfort and lean into it and know that nervous feeling and that uncomfortable feeling means you're growing and changing and you're you're taking risks it's just it's just everything because the opposite the number one discomfort 
is not accomplishing what you're capable of. Next tip in your world of side hustling is do what no one else is doing because you're not going to get the same results you want doing the same as everyone else, the same as everyone else in your neighborhood or maybe in your work group. It's just, that's a thing. Most people don't have side hustles that make them feel alive and give them extra income and maybe even turn into a full-time job because it's difficult. It's difficult to get uncomfortable. It's difficult to have an idea and believe so much in yourself that you try it and you push through and you invest your time and money. But that's the key. Make a decision and then do what you say you're going to do. And we'll get into why that's important more in the promises you make to yourself. Um, But I think that understanding that you are you want results that not everyone has. You don't want an, an average life, so you have to do things that aren't considered average. My next tip, when it comes to hiring people, because maybe maybe you will never need to hire people, but maybe at some point you will need to hire people, I think the key is make sure they're smart because you will make your life so miserable if you try to if you hire people who just aren't smart and make your life more difficult. So that when I hire people and I used to have big teams and and now I have a smaller team, I always hire for two things. I need someone who's smart and who's sharp. And I also need someone who has the right perspective and the right attitude and just the right energy and vibe because that's everything. If we are going to be in this space where we're making things happen and we're taking risks and we're challenging things, mindset over experience for me is everything. As long as you're sharp, smart, and have a good outlook, I can teach you anything. It's so interesting to me how so many people hire based on resume and previous experience and and skills, which all have value, but to me, not nearly as much value as their approach on life and their willingness to try anything and learn anything. Because the reality is the way the internet is now, you could learn something in three days that people are learning an entire, you know, an entire college career and not to diminish college at all, but more so to empower the the opportunity that lives online for free and in podcasts and in and books and audiobooks and on YouTube and all the information you can learn. You can learn how to do so many things. So when it's time to bring people on, I say go so much more for perspective and sharpness over specific experience in what you need them doing. Next tip, one of my favorite guys, Tom Bilyeu, he has um, a podcast and lots of lots of different forms of content, but I love watching his interviews on YouTube. And he says one thing all the time. He says, it's all about how you feel about yourself when you're by yourself. And to me, this is something I definitely didn't realize in the start of my entrepreneurial journey, but I think this is important for you in starting your side hustle because you're going to have those times when the doubt sinks in and you just can't believe what other people think about you more than what you think about yourself. And you got to dig down deep for that big, deep self-confidence and know that like you're doing this for you and you believe in you and what you think about you is way more important than what anybody else thinks about you. You just have to value your opinion of yourself over other people's opinion of you. We often think that everyone else's opinions are more important, but the cool thing is, is like you're successful when you decide you are. It's your choice. And it's, to me, 
It's all about the mindset and the journey. Because if you give yourself a number, I will be successful when I reach this number, I promise you, the number will move. For me, it's about, and of course, the number can be involved in this whole thing, but it's more about the journey, different than the destination. It's like, what does success mean to you? And for me, I've reached different levels of success, more like personal personal success and financial success in all different ways. And I really think valuing, you know, like living in your values of pursuit is success. Like that's success to you, figuring out what it is. For me, it was just being able to be at a point to where I was comfortable with money and I wasn't constantly checking my account and living paycheck to paycheck. For me, that means success because that life stress is removed and that's what I want as as an entrepreneur and you know with ex- with pre- with expenses and um family in real life for me that means success and the next levels of success are kind of like icing on the cake but I think rather than formulating like success means I reach exactly where this person at is kind of being like open to what success means to you is key and really focusing on the journey and the first wins versus the huge win at the end that might seem unattainable. The next tip in your side hustle is find something that works and then keep doing it. Don't stop doing it. If you keep doing the same stuff, you'll keep having the same outcome. So whatever you're doing right now, if you're not exactly where you want to be, if you keep doing it, like that's what's gotten you are where you are now. But if you want more, then we have to do something different. So find something that works and then keep doing that. Keep doing it until literally you're bored out of your mind because you're so good at doing the thing that works. It's hard as an entrepreneur because you don't have set deadlines. Like there's no one, like if you have a, if you have a job, you have a report due at this time or you have to reach these sales by this time. But that's one of the best and worst parts about being an entrepreneur is we have to set our own, we have to set our own downline, our own deadlines. So for me, the key is, is head down and keep doing the things over and over that work. Find something that works and then double down on it. It can be it can be long, it can be tough, it can be tricky, but what I've really learned is you might you, you might don't once something works, don't get too comfortable with it. Keep doing it. Keep leaning into it. Um more on that, more on that a little bit down later in the list, but don't don't think that if you get bored with what you're doing that it's time to move. If it's working, keep going with it. Next, do your best and make it above what it takes to be successful. You have to do the things that people are other people aren't doing. Most people aren't out there hustling. You just can't do the same as everyone else and you can't look for their approval. I always tell myself, I'm going to wake up and do my best today, whatever that is. Some days my stomach hurts or I'm tired. I didn't sleep well, so my best is different than on a day when I woke up like shoot 110%. I wake up, I run five miles, I lift some weights, I have my protein smoothie, and I'm like, I am, I'm like 10 out of 10 right now. I feel my best. My, my best is going to be different that day. Your best will change every day. But wake up knowing I'm going to wake, I'm going to do my best no matter what it takes. You 
just have to become better so your best is better. If you try your best and it's not good enough, like keep getting better. Be better and do it for long enough and you'll get better in the process. One other thing that I've learned that I didn't know at the beginning is it's really helpful to assume you're not always right and oftentimes you're wrong because then you're willing to learn. I think most people are the opposite. They kind of think they know most things and they're set in their thinking and in their ways, but it's a mind shift when you question what you think all the time. Like a lot of times on this podcast, I'll say like, there aren't a lot of things I know for certain because that's the key to always be learning, reading and listening. And there's something about having the humility to learn and be open. To, to stop assuming we know everything means you're open to learn new things. You're willing to learn that what you always believed was wrong. And I think there's just so much power in that, especially if you are if you need kind of this mind shift in order to site, start a side hustle. Okay, I started talking about this one a little earlier, and this one is huge because this is one that I made the mistake at for many, many years in my entrepreneurial journey. And it is about making promises and keeping promises to yourself and setting realistic goals. So I would make a week list of things I could do. And it was just not realistic, especially once I had kids, just physically not realistic. Unless I didn't sleep an hour, it just wasn't realistic. So I always felt like I was letting myself down because I was setting unrealistic expectations. So set realistic expectations of what you know you can do in a day, in a week, in a month, and then keep the promises. When I would tell myself, okay, I know this is what needs to be done. And then I I told myself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this today. And I would constantly break promises to myself. I slowly subconsciously lost that deep self-confidence in myself in some ways. So I think it's really important. The respect you have for yourself is everything. And it's the hardest to earn. You know what you're capable of. And so, you know, at the end of a week, you know what you're capable of and you know if you sold yourself short. You knew if you're like if you're in sales, you knew you could have done more calls. You knew you could have made more content or if you're looking to be healthier, you knew you could have gone to the gym longer. Or if you're trying to start a podcast, you knew you could have researched more on the first steps to starting a podcast. Or if you're making content, you knew you could have tried harder or made a bit more content. You lose respect for yourself by breaking promises to yourself. And for me, that was huge because I would make a list and I would be like, yeah, I'm going to get this done. And then in the back of my mind, it's like, yeah, but are you really? Because last week you didn't. And last week you didn't do the things that you could have done. Like you you really could have done that. So for me, it's the promises you make to yourself are the most important, even more important than the promises you make to other people. Of course, that's important too, but respect to yourself is everything. Next tip, say you're going to do something and then do it because here's the thing. A lot of us are busy being busy and it's, you are, for me, this is another one that was like top, 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 top of the list for so many years is I was avoiding the things that were the hardest that I knew need to happen. So I was busy all day but not with really anything that was important or important enough to move things forward. And what I know and what I've learned from reading and reading so many books about people who are are moving the needle and showing the most progress in their lives 
is the people who are doing the most are making sure the important things get done. So for me, I realized I was procrastinating on things because they were the hardest things and the most uncomfortable things. And I stayed busy all day with stuff that I realize now didn't really matter. Like it mattered to me in the moment. And yes, I was checking things off the to-do list. But looking back, they shouldn't have been prioritized over the things that could move the needle. A lot of them could have been done faster or delegated or even eliminated. So as you start this side hustle, side business, I think that one of the key things to realize is just because you're busy doesn't mean you're moving forward. Make sure you are busy doing the important things and make sure the important things are getting done. Another thing sort of along the lines of excuses that I really needed to learn is the responsibility is 100% on you. Nobody is coming to save you. You know who does a great job of explaining this is Mel Robbins. She always says, nobody's coming. And I love it because she's right. And it's great because it takes that away. Rather than you waiting to be saved or waiting for someone to come with the right answer or the right opportunity or the right funding, like no one's coming. Nobody's coming to change it. No one's telling you, no one's coming to say, today's the day you're going to start the side hustle or here's the loan you need to start the side hustle. Like, you know, let's assume your parents aren't coming to save you. The government's not coming to save you. An investor's not coming to save you. Don't wait around for it. Just start because I think a lot of us in different parts of our lives are kind of like waiting around for the answer or for someone else to do it for us. And it let's just assume it's not going to happen and move. Here's another tip. As you get going on your side hustle, when you start making money, don't adjust how you spend because now you're making money. Don't spend it all. For me, the best thing is, is, is kind of living the same. Even if you start really making good money, don't be like, wow, you know, now my bu- I'm making three times as much as I was, so now my budget is three times as much. If you can try to, as long as possible, live like pretty similar to wh- how you had, you'll save so much more money and invest so much more money in the business. And if things get rocky, you'll have, you'll have a nice little cushion to lean back on. I think when people start making money, they want to show other people often that they're making money. And the problem with that is, is then you get caught up in all the things, right? You get caught up in taking a picture outside of a private plane or um, designer things. And I think like nice things and beautiful things, and especially if that's what makes you feel fulfilled and happy and, and successful, I think lean into it. But I think so often we do things, and this is one of the things that Gary Vee talks about so much, is we're working so hard to impress people that we don't even care about. I think that that speaks so much because – you know, when you think about it, like you're doing all this stuff to you're spending all this money to have a fancy car that like you don't really care about. You just want to look like you've arrived. You want to look like the vision of success, but not the vision of success to you, the vision of success to other people from the outside. And like when you actually think about who are those people, it's probably not the people that mean the most to you in your life because they already love you and accept you. Or if they don't like, fuck it, who cares? Like this is not a game about them. This is a game about you. And I think that Spending all the money you make on stuff to look like you've arrived is not going to give you the long-term fulfillment that it might seem like it does. So don't spend all your money when you start making it. Next, oh, this is one of those ones. Hello, if someone could have told me when I was 25, yes, please. Talk less and do more. Stop. Stop preparing to do the work. Stop writing the lists about what you're going to do and just start with doing. 
rather than talking about how much you're going to do or how much you're going to work, just start moving. For me, talk less, start moving is one of the best tips and sometimes I have to remind myself of now. I love to-do lists. I love organizing my week, but I can do it in a way that it takes so long to organize the week. I'm like, hey, stop making lists, just start executing. So I think that's a good tip in 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 your hustle, side hustle journey. Um, similar to one that we talked about before about doing the important stuff, really, and also similar to the one we just talked about on not trying to kind of flex for other people is really try to focus in on the stuff that matters and work on the things that matter most and ignore the rest. Like who cares what your life looks like rather, rather than prioritizing how your life looks, um, be willing to not look fancy. You know, you have to be the real you or you'll be real to nobody. So for me, this is all, it all kind of ties in together is um, work on the stuff that really matters rather than just staying busy. And don't let yourself get caught up in that Instagram world of like, I have to show that I'm making it. Like, listen, I think I love transparency. I love watching the journey of people. But I think you just have to really keep in mind what really matters to you the most and what makes you feel the most fulfilled and not getting caught up in it is key. Another tip is keeping at it. So I think when you start doing something new, you have to keep doing it until you're good at it. Like we talked about earlier, how... We judge ourselves because we suck at things when we first start doing them, right? So say you want to create a lifestyle brand and you're going to sell something and you need to create reels and you need to create content and you suck at first at making reels and they get no likes and they get no comments and you're down on yourself and then you quit. But here's the thing. You have to keep doing it for so long that you get good. Like there's no option. If you do anything 2,000 times, you will be good at that thing. Aside from things that, you know, require certain you know, maybe genetic conditions. Like if you want to be an all-star basketball player, but you're five six, there's a reasonable limitation there. Aside from something like that, if you try hard enough and learn enough and listen to enough stuff, it would be unreasonable for you to remain bad at it forever. So that's the thing. And I think that with so many people in business, so many business associates and friends that I have and and people that I've coached or or worked with, it's so interesting because we'll do we'll try something and then we'll be like, well, I'm just not good at that. Well, of course you're not. You did it five times. You need to do it 5,000 times. So then you know what we were left with? All these half-built bridges because we're like, not good at that. I'm going to jump into something new. Don't leave half-built bridges. I think it's just key is we're optimistic until we until it gets hard and then we're not optimistic anymore. Figure out what you want to do. Make sure it's what you really want to do. Like you love this idea, this side hustle. Even if it takes you a while to be successful or monetize it, you love the idea. Because I think also people jump into things like they have an idea and they start. Make sure you love it. Make sure you the journey sounds exciting and fulfilling to you, not just the destination. And then don't stop because you're bad at it. Know that you have to do it a lot of times to get good at it. Because I think that a lot of people have all, lots of ideas and they'll start an idea, it gets hard, or they hit one roadblock and then they jump to another idea. Same thing happens again and they jump to another idea. And before you know it, you're, lo- before you know it, you're looking at a whole bunch of half-built bridges. We're optimistic until we see the hard parts. 
I think that the key is to don't constantly jump into new things because it gets hard. Just keep doing it until you're good at it. Because if you keep jumping from thing to thing, you'll stay busy, but you won't be making real money. And you'll be frustrated and you'll be down on yourself and you'll lose that deep self-confidence because you're jumping from thing to thing. For me, it's just so key to keep at it and keep trying new things. I'll talk to people who are like, yeah, I tried that. It didn't work. I'm like, okay, well, tell me about trying that, what that trying that looks like. It's like, oh, I, I ran Google ads for a week or two weeks and it didn't work. Oh, how many ads did you do? One, two. Oh, got it. Okay. Well, this is what we need to do. We need to try out 50 pieces of content for 50 weeks. And I'm not saying keep trying at something that's not working. Of course, listen to what you learned and listen to your failures and listen to your audience. But I think that so often a fail means failure to us. And again, it's either you win or you learn. Those are the two options. And I think that we need to try. Once we know it's a good idea, I'm not saying go down a wrong path and put all your money into going down a wrong path, but I think that we need to keep trying and try longer and learn more and keep better. Like I said earlier, like you should be bored out of your mind because you're so good at doing the thing that works. That's the thing. Keep doing it. Keep doing it over and over till you could do it in your sleep. Double down on what works. I think that so much of a side hustle, people think, I need the idea. Like, I just need the idea. And we have these hurdles in our mind. Well, no one in my no one in my family has even gone to college, let alone started a business. Like, I'm just not that person. I haven't grown up in that environment. Or I don't have what it takes. Or my best friend's smarter than I am. Or I grew up in, in a, you know, disadvantaged city or whatever it is. But like I said, I think there's so much into thanking your circumstances for who you are. You can't change it or control it, so you got to lean into it. And we have to lean into discomfort. Know you're going to suck at first, but that's the key. And it's way better than the opposite because the worst discomfort ever would be not trying it and waking up in 10 years and still having the same struggles that you have today. Like I said in the intro, I think that we live in the greatest time ever to be alive as an entrepreneur or start a side hustle because you can do it from home. You can start a podcast. You can um, open a, a Shopify store. You can buy products from China and private label them as your own. And I think that China sometimes gets a bad rap. It kind of sounds bad. Like, you know, I don't know, you're bringing in lead products. There are so many ways to do – to to create really great products. And it doesn't mean that you have to have this revolutionary, earth-changing, problem-solving idea product. You could just find something awesome that no one else is marketing in the same way that was made in China and you private label it and you sell it on Amazon and you crush. Or you make your own product and you start a Shopify store and you promote it from content and working with micro-influencers and you create this brand and maybe it starts with one product. Maybe it's only one product forever. Maybe you find a hole in a certain industry, a product that doesn't exist that you know there is a market for. There are so many ways to start a side hustle. And the reason I wanted this podcast to be all about mindset and your approach is because I think that a lot of us think that, well, we're, we're happy people. We're optimistic. We don't need the mindset. We just need the idea and like the steps. But what I've found is that you need the mindset because the mindset, the steps are the steps are the tactical part that you can learn. You can learn on YouTube. You can learn with online courses. 
There are a gazillion ways you can actually learn the steps and figure it out yourself. But it's all these things like believing in yourself and not quitting when it gets hard and not believing other people's negative thoughts and taking them on as your own. I think that it is, man, it's just so important. And it's so important not to just be busy being busy. I wish I could have woken myself up for for many periods of my entrepreneurial journey when I knew the things that I wanted required me to really get uncomfortable and risk failure and risk hearing a no. And so my to-do list for the week would be like, you know, stuff that could have been consolidated or eliminated, but I was procrastinating on the hard things. And by doing that, I wasn't really making strides forward and I wasted time, to be honest. Like we talked about, I think that if you, in the back of your mind, are waiting for the perfect circumstance or for someone to save you, let's assume it's not going to happen. Let's assume there's never going to be a perfect day. There's not com- someone coming in with this great loan that's going to give you the money you need. Today is the perfect day to start. Not tomorrow, not for a specific circumstance, today. Because otherwise you'll wake up in a couple of years and you'll be like, God, I've had this same idea for years and I've just never started on it. Even if you move slowly, how much more traction would you have than just waiting for the perfect conditions to start? Again, I think read the books and act on them. Do something about what you learn. Take notes. Have a journal with you at all times. Talk less. Assume you're not right about everything because then you're open to learn. You're open to having conversations with people and learning what they think and maybe being like, huh, maybe my perspective was wrong on that for all these years. Maybe it's actually like this. And knowing that what you think about yourself is the most important. So the promises you make to yourself are so important. And often we make them lower on the priority list. Like the promises we make to other people are more important because someone else knows. And that's the thing about the promises to yourself is most often nobody else knows about the promises you make to yourself except yourself. But that's why it's the most important because what we think about ourselves is more important than what anybody else in the world world thinks about us. So even though there's no one else making us accountable besides us, we got to stick to it because it's everything. It's everything for that deep self-confidence and to keep us pushing and moving forward. When it comes to side hustles, ping me on Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud and let me know if you need practical, tactical help, tips, steps on starting your side hustle. Have you started? Have you tried to start a side hustle and you hit roadblocks? Let me know what those are and let me know how we can help you get through it. Because I think with all this mindset stuff and kind of framing your perspective in a way to succeed, all the rest of this stuff falls into place because we're not going to quit when it gets hard. We're not going to listen to other negative opinions. We're going to put ourselves in circles of people that are moving. Surround yourself with people who are in this space that you want to be in and stop taking advice from people who are in situations that you don't want to be in. If you don't want to be where they're currently at, stop listening to what they're telling you. I think it's just key. And anything that you have a chip on your shoulder about, let's accept it and move on because keeping that chip on your shoulder isn't going to do anything except put you at a disadvantage for growth and change and progress to all the things you want to happen. I hope this podcast got you in the right frame of mind or maybe helped work through anything you had in your mind about starting a side hustle and gets you thinking, how could I start a side hustle? How many hours a day or a week do I have available for something that will make me feel alive and empowered 
and make me want to grow and change and get uncomfortable and achieve new things, have freedom um, and maybe get out of a situation that's not ideal that you're in now. If you're working too much or you hate your job or you don't have enough time with the people you love, whatever that looks like, try something new, go all in on it. Remember, it's not win or fail, it's win or learn. It's hard and it's uncomfortable, but it's temporary pain for long-term success, however you define success. Thank you for listening and cheers to your side hustle that brings you so much fulfillment. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome because that's exactly what you are.